Ladies and gentlemen, welcome into the Virtual 143. This is episode 101 coming at you live. We're inching pretty closely to that two-year mark. I believe we're like three or four episodes away, so we're super stoked for that. Um, it was an interesting week this week, a little bit of heartbreak, but you know we'll get over it. We'll get through it next week. We just don't like losing close games, so if we're going to lose, we're going to get blown out. And, you know, that's a decision, I guess, that we made before the season started. And we got – we went into Buffalo, and, I mean, it wasn't even – I mean, first drive, they just bullied their way to the end zone, and they spent the rest of the game doing that. Um, we couldn't stop the run, which has been a problem all season. So, um, you can call it a heartbreaker, but it was pretty much over as soon as it started. So, uh, at least it wasn't – wasn't too much of a heartbreaking loss and it didn't it didn't actually hurt us in the long run as much because of the eagles clutching up and losing thank you thanks to drew lock and also thankfully the bills being an afc team so that has nothing to do with our nfc record it doesn't matter thank you it it doesn't matter as much i guess it matters a little bit but um Let's start us off with stat of the week brought to you by our sponsor andrews logistics actually um about jalen Hurts. So, you know, he went, uh, he was questionable coming in the game because he had the flu, I think. And um, everyone was making a big deal about it being his flu game. Uh, he showed up wearing Jordan brand clothing, which is actually the company that he signed with. So that's why he was wearing their clothing. It wasn't because he was going to have a flu game like Michael Jordan did. Um, but Jalen Hurts leads the league. In turnovers at 17, tied with um, a few other quarterbacks, Josh Allen, Sam Howell. But Jalen Hurts is in that conversation. We haven't heard much about his turnovers because he's not Dak, I guess. But um, when Dak had a bunch of interceptions, that's all we heard about. That's all we talked about. But Jalen's turnovers don't seem to get mentioned. So I just want to make sure everyone knows that he is leading the league in turnovers right now at 17. Yeah, unfortunately, when you have a star on the side of your helmet, that's ultimately just a target on your mm-hmm. back. You're held to a really high standard, and people will just keep moving the goalposts on Dak, you know, because this year he's really taken care of that interception problem. But mm-hmm. they're coming up with all all kinds of things to discredit his um, his success this year. And no one's talking about Jalen Hurts being a turnover machine low-key this year, and so we thought that we had to bring that to you. Yep. It's the out of the week right there. So your player of the week, um, Christian McCaffrey, had a field day against the Arizona Cardinals. They would win 45-29. to He accrued three total touchdowns, running for 115 yards on the ground, and then he would uh, catch two touchdowns and ultimately have 72 receiving yards. So a solid um, – Pretty much 200 yards <clears throat> all-purpose from him. Just lighten up that Arizona Cardinals defense. Yeah, at this point uh, with the Niners, it's just like, you know, how badly are they going to beat the team they're playing? They're looking like um, a very heavy Super Bowl favorite right now. Um, they just keep winning with a lot of dominance. They have a big game coming up against the Ravens, um, both number one seeds facing off on Christmas mm-hmm. night. What a Christmas present for us from the NFL. Indeed. An actually good primetime game, which I'm not complaining about last night's, but they actually flexed, Nick. They they flexed the game. And 
it, it works. It was amazing. It was all it around just absolutely great. Which is just funny because like I feel like somebody there's been a couple people that have been saying like they should flex games for prime time. And they finally did it. And what they happened? did it was it one of the best primetime games this season. I'll say the best. I'll say the best. It it probably was the best, honestly. I mean, there hasn't been like Drew Locke, backup quarterback leading a two minute um ninety ninety two yeah game winning drive, just throwing dots to DK and Jackson Smith and Jigba. And um, what better way to cap off a primetime game than with a clutch time Jalen Hurts pick to end the game? Mm, you just um, love to see it. That made my day. I know that made your day. And um, I'm out. The the Seahawks drove down the field, took the lead, 25 seconds left, something like that. Yeah. Uh, Jalen Hurts drops back. They need to get I'm, – I'm pretty sure at that point they needed to get you know, in the field goal range from the 25. And what did he do on the first play? He ran. Yeah. And then the second play, he completely missed A.J. Brown. And then the third play, I think, is when he threw the pick, if I'm remembering correctly. So um, he tried to throw it twice on that drive and missed both throws, ending the game. But uh, I think, you know, yesterday just showed that when you put the ball in his hands and he actually has to throw it. Well, I mean, unfortunately, they didn't have enough time on the clock to run the tush push 75 times. So when you have to actually operate as an offense and run real plays, you see what happens. And then also they got a penalty yesterday or uh, last night on that tush push. Um, They got called for, um, it was a false start, but Jason Kelsey moved the football about half a yard um forward so they got penalized for tampering with the line of scrimmage but they've been getting away with stuff like that all year long you know you're watching their o-line and it seems like they fall start on literally every single play but they yeah. never call it big time so it was nice to see that call get made last night hey man so eagles take a loss and we take a loss obviously not much to talk about there we got they ran it down our throats we're missing our biggest run defender in Jonathan Hankins. He was out for the game and uh, his loss hurt us. Offensively, we didn't have much time to get things done, I would say. And penalties hurt us. It was just the sloppiest game from the Cowboys we've seen in a while. I'm not too worried about it. Everybody has those games every once in a while. And we've still got uh, three games left, some tough games on the schedule that we got to focus on. So I think we're just shaking that one off and moving on. The unfortunate thing, though, is you know, we're going to have to play Miami, and they've got that one-two punch in Raheem Mostert and Devon A-Chain. And so after watching James Cook, who is a very mediocre back, look like prime Adrian Peterson, you know they're going to just be running the yeah. heck out of the ball. But I would also – I mean, Detroit's got the one-two punch as well with David Montgomery and Jameer Gibbs. So we've got two yeah. very good running teams. I'm not as worried about Detroit because we're playing them at home. Um, no. Miami would be tough, but I don't think Miami's Buffalo. Right now, Buffalo's hot. Buffalo's really hot right now. Miami, I wouldn't say that. I mean, they beat the Jets. I don't think – I think the Bills' defense is a little bit better than the Dolphins. Yeah. And also, um, yeah, like Joseph said, we're playing Detroit at home. Unfortunately, we cannot win on the road for some reason. Like, you look at all of our losses and they were all – on the road, um, which is why we really need a home playoff game. That's like so desperately we need that home yeah. playoff game. 
Um, agreed. So it's going to come down. I mean, if us and the Eagles both went out, apparently we nobody knows right now what would happen uh, with the tiebreaker. It would depend on what like twelve other teams do. As yeah, well. it it would be the teams that we we had both played and their strength of like their records and. So um, hopefully we need Philly to lose another game and we need to keep winning. But um, for the most part in the NFL this week, a lot of blowout games, the the games you would think for the most part were blowouts. Um, not much to be said about a lot of them, but uh, I got to highlight two quarterbacks came into the week and, and won it in clutch time, Jake Browning and Joe Flacco just coming onto the scene, um, doing what they've been doing for the last few weeks actually, but, um Jake Browning let his team down the field in overtime to kick a game-winning field goal and then uh Joe Flacco led his team all the way down with two minutes left kind of like Drew Locke did to score mm-hmm. uh I'm pretty sure it was to score a touchdown yeah it was to score a touchdown and uh put put his team up so those two guys really got it done kept their teams in the playoff hunt because they're Looking in like right now I think prime Joe Flacco back when he played for the Ravens he was um, slinging it Obviously, he threw three interceptions, but that was early. Know, when it when it came down to it, he got the job done. You know, I mean, drove down, was able to get some points for the boys. There's no excuses, but I will say, like the first half of that game was all rainy, and then the second half, there was no mm-hmm. rain. Uh, so there's probably a little bit more control on the ball. But yeah, dude, Joe. I mean, he's a little rusty too, but he he was he's been slinging it. I want to say they've won um, a couple games in a row now. If I'm remembering correctly, I think I might be. Yeah, right. they've been on the up and up. Um, yeah, taking Browns down are in it. They're in it. The Chicago Bears. Um, um, this was their second win in a row. They beat okay. the Jaguars right. last week. Um, and the Jaguars—that's so, a playoff contender. So that's an Im- impressive win. I think the Browns are the five seed right now in the AFC. Um, mm-hmm. So, like, they keep doing what they're doing. They're going to have a playoff spot. I think. I think they could clinch this next week actually. So um, there, I think there's some stuff that has to happen, but they could clinch with a win and a couple teams losing. Um, there's a few teams this next week, like the chiefs that could clinch. Um, they beat the Patriots uh, pretty, pretty easy win. Uh, not a whole lot of issues there. The chiefs are looking like they're, they, they're maybe on the up and up. They've been struggling recently. Um, but no, unfortunately, struggling at that wide receiver position. Yeah, you know, it's been rough. There was that, I'm sure everyone saw that clip of Kadarius Tony. you know, that ball bouncing off his hands into the hands of a Patriots defender, and Patrick Mahomes is on the sideline, and he's just fuming. And as you would be, I mean, you're just dropping dimes all across yep. the field, and you got guys with stone hands just, you know, letting them fall to the ground. And then this one, that was just, you know, there's no, there's just no reason for that. You're wide open, like, they, uh, you, you can't they, be dropping passes like that. They definitely should have signed a receiver at the trade deadline. Like everyone thought they would, and they didn't. And I think that might come back to bottom. I'm not sure it's the Chiefs' year this year. Um, they're definitely not looking like it is. But they will probably win their division like they normally do. So they'll at least get a not really a credit to them, but more just because they're in a very weak division. Like uh, speaking of. Broncos were right behind them, and they got torched by. They're just getting uh, Lions. They got killed. Mm -hmm. It was forty-two to seventeen. Jared Goff had five touchdown passes, and Jameer Gibbs had a hundred yards rushing. 
David Montgomery had 80 yards rushing. The Lions did basically whatever they wanted to the Broncos on a Saturday night. And it's looking like the Broncos were pretenders, uh, even though they got some people's hopes up for a while. They might still sneak into the playoffs, but I don't see the Broncos doing any. They real started thing. winning a couple games in a row, giving people the wrong idea of um, of Russell Wilson. But, you know, they've been losing these games recently, unfortunately. So kind of pro- disproving all of that hype. But I do think they might sneak in to a wild yeah. card spot in the playoffs, they could, but they they're could. not going to do it. They're not going to do anything with it. Uh, Colts will probably get into the playoffs. It's looking like uh, they're mm-hmm. playing the Steelers this next week. So you can shock that up. I'm sorry. They played the Steelers this past week. So they got the win. Um, 30 to 13. They showed their backup running backs can run the ball and Gardner Minshew can sling it. And yeah. Um, I mean, I think their defense is okay. They played the Steelers. So there's not much you can tell from that. They're playing the Falcons this next week. I mean, that should be a win. It was actually it was an interesting week for the AFC South because with the Colts winning, the um, the Texans beating the Titans, and then the Jaguars losing, it actually evened out all of their records to mm-hmm. where those teams are now eight and six, and so that um, it was looking like at first the Jaguars were kind of running away with the AFC South, but the Texans started coming on the up and up with, you know, their, um, their new offensive weapons right now that it's getting pretty close right now. The Jags um, still have the lead because of the division record, Mm -hmm. but the Colts are basically one game behind them. And I know the Colts still have to play the Texans, uh, at the end of the season, so they could still get one more divisional win, and then I'm not sure. Surely the Jags have one more divisional game. They, I guess, they play the Titans at the end of the season, so the Jags will probably, uh, most likely win end up winning that division. The next next game, Red Hot Buccaneers. Uh, Jags are playing the Bucks, mm-hmm. and Baker Mayfield is coming off a tremendous game of over 300 yards with five touchdowns um against the Packers who we thought were up and coming as well and they're looking like they were pretenders as well. It's gonna be an interesting three weeks left here in the NFL. Um a lot of really close playoff races that I don't think we're used to. Um and then obviously the NFC South is still kind of tight. They're still battling it out for who can be the worst team, worst yep. division leader in Panthers football. get a last second win over the Falcons in a doozy Ooh. nine to seven. Um, that's just that's brutal if you're the Falcons obviously not saying that the Falcons were good or anything like that but the Panthers got their second win of the season so you just hate to be one of those two teams you are you saying it'd be pretty miserable to be a Falcons fan right now yeah Yeah, I I mean I would would. agree uh you lost Mm -hmm. by field goals and that's it you didn't they didn't score yeah a touchdown um so Ravens uh, dominated the Jags on Sunday Night Football, and the Ravens are kind of sneaky now. They're they're um, eleven and three, and so, like we said, playing the Niners Monday night, Christmas Day, I guess Christmas night. Um, Nick, what do you think about these Ravens right now? I mean, obviously eleven and three. That's that's pretty special. Their defense has been looking. Pretty good, obviously held the Jaguars to seven recently. Their offense, though, it's 
pretty interesting to me just yeah. because um, you're not seeing Lamar Jackson throw for a ton of yards. I mean, he had 171 this past um, this past week with a touchdown and an interception. So it's not like they're pounding you through the air. You know, it's a lot of um, it's a lot of running. He, I believe, he ran for almost 100 yards against the Jags as well. And so I think if you can maybe contain the run for the Ravens, then you should be in pretty good shape. Obviously, easier said than done, but that might be the they, uh, formula to take down Baltimore. They did lose um, breakout back Keaton Mitchell to a 20 CL on Sunday night. Very sad. Keaton Mitchell's an explosive back. That's going to hurt him. Um, mm-hmm. They're very run central, like Nick said. Lamar's done a better job of throwing the ball this year, but as it always is, injuries have plagued the Ravens in December. Uh, and they're just lucky that they have Lamar right now because they haven't had him in the last couple of Decembers, I don't think. And they had already – they lost J.K. Dobbins um, opening week, so they were already working with a weak running back room and then losing Keaton Mitchell just does not help. Because Gus, Ed, Gus Edwards isn't, isn't very uh, explosive. He's not good enough to be the every down back. You know, he can – Go he can in pound, he every can pound now it. and then, yeah. yeah. But you know, you can't expect him to take all 15, 16 touches, whatever you need from your running back. But obviously, the Ravens are still the Ravens. You know, Isaiah They're likely good. had himself a nice little breakout game as well, filling the role of Mark Andrews. So that's huge for him. Um, you want to tell me how? Easton Stick and the Chargers got another primetime game on Saturday night because that blows my mind because that was the worst Thursday night football game I've ever seen in my life last week. I mean, you're talking about a team, the Raiders, um, obviously they scored 63, and you're talking about literally the week before they played the Vikings and did not score a single uh, point. That's just the Chargers. absolutely mind blowing, and then of course they just leave them in the prime time slot. But obviously there was a lot of distress there in the Chargers organization. Fired Brandon Staley um, about a year too late, if you ask me. I don't yep. understand how he managed to keep his job this past off season, but Agreed. this was long overdue. Um, the Chargers really needed a, a change of scenery in head coach. And so, yeah, it was long overdue firing Brandon Staley. Yeah, agreed. Um, Chargers play the Bills Saturday night. They'll probably get killed. Uh, won't be a game worth watching. Um, not much to talk about the Chargers because they have already been eliminated. Uh, but there will be some good games next week, some good Christmas Day games as well. And um, uh, just interesting because pretty much all the teams that are in, like, they're close for the most part, and so every team needs these wins desperately right now. Um, next next Monday, I guess, Eagles take on Tommy Cutlets, Tommy DeVito uh, to play. Uh, we need Tommy DeVito to be amazing again and beat the Eagles. I don't think this will be the game to do it because they're playing in Philly. So That's true. if That's If true. it were to happen, it would be when they play um, at MetLife. But maybe they could surprise us all and could win it both times. Take it to them in Philly. That would be absolutely crazy. Obviously, I'm I'm rooting for the Giants in that game. I am as well. We are rooting for the Giants through the rest of the season. They play the Eagles two of their last three games. 
Mm-hmm. Um, big Giants and Cardinals fans right now. So uh, we need, honestly, the Eagles to go 0-3. That'd be clutch in the next three games. They're on a downward slide. They've lost the last three. I'm just saying, it's the NFL. It could happen. Um, that's what we're rooting for. Uh, Cowboys play the Dolphins. That'll be a big game. But uh, other than that, this past week um, was a good week in the NFL. Some good games mm-hmm. and capped it off with a good Monday night game, finally. Thank you for Thank flexing you. it. Drew Locke. Yeah, by the way, Eagles losing to a backup quarterback. So mm. that just makes their loss even sweeter. Amen. Amen to that. I mean, there's no, there's no excuses there. I mean, they had their they had their backup quarterback in. I mean, exactly. You can't tell me anything. Well, do you usually like to end our shows on under review? I've brought to you a quote from the JJ Watt. He said, Remember, once you set a goal, it's all about how hard you're willing to work, how much you're willing to sacrifice and how bad you truly want it. So take that Amen. with you for the next Future Hall of Famer. Mm-hmm. And uh, we will see you next week with another episode of Under Review. Thanks for tuning in.